It is a sad commentary the majority of people, including a percentage of chiropractors, prefer to be conformist to what is acceptable to the great mass. There exists fear of being a nonconformist. Strong individuals are progressive and break from unproven theories. History was and is made by nonconformists, regardless of fields they broke loose from. History is replete with names who broke territory. Go west, young men, and grow up with the country. Majority of people are weak and sip it, taking paths of least resistance. Chiropractic is, as of today, a modern nonconformist principle and practice. Some of our people try to stagnate it into educational and legislative conformist groups, hobble it with crutches, <clears throat> seeking external braces as a stabilizing substitute. There are those among us who will live outside the mainstream of contemporary life. They are not eccentric, rebellious, maladjusted, or unsuccessful. Some hidden umbilical cord attached them to characteristic new paths in which the mind and its virtues play the larger role. They feed themselves with facts. They seek truth. They are tired of the endless struggle of failure. If one departs too far from the norm, <clears throat> he is thought to be of questionable wisdom. If one conforms too rigidly, one can't express new ideas courageously. It's one of the prices you pay either way. So <clears throat> this is uh, from a B.J. Palmer's book uh, called Palmer's Law of Life, <clears throat> which is kind of one of my favorites. And what it reminds me of is <clears throat> Uh, lately, I've been reading a book by the Nobel Prize winner, Daniel Kahneman, uh, and it's his latest book called Noise. And uh, in this particular book, what he talked about as noise is not what you and I talk, to, uh, talk about with noise. Um, what he talks about with noise is like variability in judgment. So, for example, um, like if you are an insurance adjuster, uh, and you go out and you look at some sort of accident or claim, what they've come up with is that people like insurance adjusters are not congruent in their judgment. So one person will look at an accident situation and call it and say it's worth this much, and another person in the, from the same office in the same company with the same training will say something completely different, and not just a little different, but like 50% different. And this is this happens not just in insurance, but in chiropractic and in medicine, it, it is amazing and astonishing how noisy our professions can be because of a variability of judgment. But what I want to think about in terms of noise is this whole idea of like conformity. Like so many chiropractors do not tell their patients about chiropractic because they are afraid of not being conformist. It is so easy to talk about back pain. It is easy to talk about neck pain. It is easy to talk about headaches. It's easy to talk about whiplash. Someone was in a car accident, <clears throat> all right, it makes sense. My neck hurts, you're gonna touch my neck, and by touching my neck or doing whatever you're gonna do to my neck, my neck's gonna feel better. That's very easy to explain. Why don't we really explain what it is that we do? Why don't we tell people that our, that what chiropractic really is, is something far better. And I think this is the, I, I, the word, reason I really like this word noise is because I think this is what's happening in, in our profession. There's a lot of noise. If you ask, if you just polled 10 random chiropractors and say, what is chiropractic? You'd probably get 10 different opinions of what chiropractic is. And not that I have any 
or in any position to say what chiropractic is. However, B.J. Palmer defined it for us, and the whole point of defining chiropractic is to essentially get sick people well, not to get people in pain feeling better. That is not the point of chiropractic. The point of chiropractic is to get sick people well. So, and the way we do that is by tapping into the brain and nerve system through the spine. And that's what needs to be explained to our patients. Because if you t tell it to them, if you explain it to them very simply, we had uh, twins come in recently on the spectrum. And the parents are like, everybody's telling me I should come here. I don't quite understand how it is that you're gonna crack my kid's back and make my kid's brains, like make them function better. I'm like, okay, first off, we're not cracking anything, right? The only thing we crack is an egg. So I really dislike that term and, and I won't use that term in my office. So number one, that's that. Number two is the, a chiropractic adjustment is very different with a child, especially a child on the spectrum than it is with an adult. And she said, good, because there's no way that my kids are going to stand for the kind of adjustments I've had in the past. There's no way they would stand for that. They would freak out, cry. There's no way you can even hold them down to get adjusted. Um, and, one, and, t and she's right because one of the, of the two twins is a, is a boy and a girl. One of the twins, this girl is constantly moving like this. She's just not sitting still at all. So she said, there's no way you're gonna be able to do like a traditional lie face down and let me adjust you kind of thing unless you held her down. <clears throat> uh, and that's, we're just not gonna do that. That's, that's just not a patient-centered approach. So when I'm talking to her about chiropractic and she's like, okay, so you're telling me that by what you're going to do, you're gonna help improve their brain and nerve system because when you put your hands on their spine, you're just like kind of accessing their nerve system and you're able to kind of help them reconfigure things. And we're, and we're gonna see that they're, uh, <clears throat> they're gonna be less you know, agitated and less irritated and more calm and have better social interaction and better eye contact. And I said, yeah, the, all those things is what are the things that we'd expect to see because that is what we want to see in a calm nerve system. In a nerve system that's agitated, we're gonna see agitation. In a nerve system that's calm, we're gonna see calmness. I don't know why that is so hard for most chiropractors to talk about. Because even as an example, we had someone come in, because I, I have patients come in with back pain. I had a patient come in with back pain just a few weeks ago, and we just did his first re-exam, and he said, not only is my back pain better, but I have less anxiety, I'm less depressed, I, my, and my stomach feels better because I've been anxious all the time. And, she, and he said, I didn't even tell you about these things. This wasn't even like our conversation on our first day. But like everything is better since I started getting adjusted. Right? And I said, exactly. That's exactly it. Because when your brain and nerve system is working better, you will work better. This is not something that's hard to explain or hard to understand. But chiropractors are so stuck in the noise that we don't know. Our noise is like, well, my, this chiropractor says, well, it's about cracking backs. This chiropractor says, well, I'm actually, I've had patients tell me, which still astonishes me to this day. Patients tell me, I've been to chiropractors and I was never adjusted. I had a, a, a mama come in, uh, I was seeing her kids and now she's coming in and I said, you've been to a chiropractor before? Yes. I said, well, what, I always like, I asked this question, well, what did the other chiropractor do? Just so I know where they're coming from. And she said, well, he never actually adjusted me. 
like the way you do with the kids? I'm like, okay, so what did this chiropractor do? Well, he did this rubber, this, this thing that he rubbed on my back that kind of like did this, right? And I went on this table that did this. And I had, there was this massage chair that I sat in that did this. And he put this gel stuff on me and rubbed like this. And I said, okay. I said, well, that's not really chiropractic. That's not bad. There's nothing wrong with it. She said, she said it felt good. I was there for like an hour every time. And it was like going to a spa treatment. I'm like, okay, is that what chiropractic is? Chiropractic is a spa treatment, right? Like, to, to me, my goal in my office is get the patient out as fast as I can because they don't want to spend time in my office. And how long does it take to flip a light switch? Because that's all I'm doing. Is it tick, I'm flipping a, a light switch, right? You don't got to flip a light. If I go over there and flip the light switches over there, I don't have to like rub it, put ultrasound on it, and put pulse on it, maybe massage it for a bit, and maybe spray it with something, put some biofreeze around it. I don't think I need to do any of that stuff. I just go flick and turn it on. And that's how it turns on. But this is the noise that's in chiropractic. Some chiropractors say, well, you shouldn't adjust kids. And some chiropractors say, well, you should only adjust kids. And some chiropractors say, well, pregnant women are dangerous to adjust. I've actually had chiropractors tell you, you shouldn't be adjusting pregnant women because it's a danger to them. I'm like, how is it dangerous what we're doing to them? Well, you could somehow harm the baby and affect their pregnancy. I'm like, what adjustment would do that? And this is actually a really good comment. If someone ever says something that, that's in, in that sort of vein, what I usually ask them is show me the research. Oh, I've heard chiropractors really bad for that kind of thing. Really? Show me the research. What do you mean? Well, show me a paper. If, if it's really bad, like where did you hear about it? You, you got some evidence? Show me a paper. And 99% of the time, I'm like, uh, uh, that's because they can't. They can't show me a paper. They can't show me research. They can't show me anything that shows their point because like we had another uh, person recently who said, and this is fascinating. So I've been taking care of this young girl for like five years and she's done remarkably well on the care. She was like so ADHD and now she's much, much calmer. Um, but she happened to meet someone who said, oh, you know, primitive reflex work is actually dangerous if you work over kids with primitive reflexes, unless you do it a certain way, which is the way of course that they do it. I'm like, what? Like where? So I said to the mom, I said, that's very interesting. Tell that person to show me the research. Because if you show me the research and it says doing pre-reflexes in the way that we're doing it is dangerous and could actually harm their eyes and their ears, I would like to see that. Because I would absolutely investigate if something, if I was ever doing something that I thought was dangerous, I would like to know. And she said, well, I'll ask them. And then I saw her the other day and she said, well, they... They had nothing to prove that. Of course they have nothing to prove that, right? But this is the noise I'm talking about. This in our, our own profession. We have our own people who just can't agree on a simple fact of what is it that we do. And to me, one of the most important things is like, okay, there are a zillion chiropractic techniques, but all of them are good. Don't put down another technique. Don't say, oh, Gonstead stinks. Oh, activator stinks. Oh, network, that's ridiculous. Stop this infighting. As long as you're adjusting the person, removing subluxations, that's, isn't that the most important thing? So stop the infighting, stop the noise, right? Stop the noise because it's the noise in our profession that confuses the public. Because if one person comes to me and I say chiropractor is a really brain-based kind of thing, another person, and then the same person moves away and goes to another chiropractor and they say, oh no, it's about cracking backs. 
I don't know what the hell that person talked about. And then one person says, oh, well, activator is just junk. And the other person says, well, no, Gosted is horrible. It's too harsh, too harsh on people, right? Like, can't we just agree that what we're doing is a beautiful thing trying to reunite man, the physical, and man, the spiritual? Isn't that really what we're doing, bottom line? And can't we just agree on that? Isn't that, is, is that too hard for us to agree to, to conform? Let's try to stop this noise because the noise is hurting our profession. And after a hundred and something years of chiropractic and all the miracles that we do see, <clears throat> I think BJ would agree with me in that chiropractors are nonconformists, but we all we need to conform. We don't have to say the same thing, that chiropractic is the same thing, but we all need to, to kind of agree that we're all trying to do the one thing for the patient, which is help the patient. And whether you do it one way or another way, it doesn't really matter, but don't put down what I do and Let's try to teach people sort of a, a simple approach that it, to, because to think that the brain and nerve system have nothing to do with the spine as if they're divorced from each other, as if they're like two separate entities, that they're put together for a reason. And that's why chiropractic is here for that reason. <clears throat>